Hey, it's Kelly O'Neill, and you're listening to Kelly O Says, a podcast for parent entrepreneurs, parentpreneurs, raising great humans, and building online businesses. Hey, it's Kelly O'Neill. You know, this is a first for me, recording this podcast while also recording video and sharing my screen live to my, my group. So this is, this is something new for me quite interesting. <laughs> but the reason why I'm doing this is this came back to my week of yes that turned into a much longer than a week last year in 2017. I was doing this little personal project that was sort of a uh, do it scared. You know, I even had a hashtag do it scared. And it was ju- I was just saying yes to things, things that made me nervous. I did 30 days of Facebook Lives, hated it. That's fine, it was only 30 days. I've done a few since then, but I've noticed that it's just not my jam. I really like podcasts. I like doing presentations, webinars, that kind of thing. You know, but you have to try new things to, to learn what you're good at, right? During this time, and now I'm noticing that I'm not quite recording in all places, but that's okay. I had a lot of different opportunities and it opened some doors that I didn't really, I never would have done had I not done this week of yes. Now this is a throwback to, you know, other people have done this, you know, a year of yes, or whatever. but for me it was really stepping out of the box. And what if saying no all the time isn't in your best interest? You know, women today, we feel so much better about saying no no more meetings, extra projects, back-to-back weekend birthday parties, to your child's classmates. You feel me, right? <laughs> it's cool to say no when you know, when everything that we do, and there's no shame in it. You know, we say, I don't have the bandwidth for that. And it's common and it's an acceptable phrase. But those are, for those of us that are a little shy, you know, kind of like me, you know, I don't really like going in front of the camera. It's sort of a go-to phrase that gets us out of an uncomfortable social obligation. But being comfortable saying no has freed up loads of time. It can lift some of the daily stress and cut down on some of the constant running around. Living in the Midwest, there's a, a plus as nothing is ever close by. We spend the majority of our time commuting by car, between suburbs negotiating, you know, crazy people on the road who don't seem to be in a rush like us. Don't they know that every mommy van (laughs) is driven by a coffee-infused, frazzled woman skirting the real meaning of fashionably late, flashing red light on the top of my car to to signal other drivers that I'm in a hurry would be, you know, isn't too far-fetched, be very helpful. But saying no all the time has also alienated us from doing the things that can actually be of benefit to us, both personally and professionally. We're so fixed on cutting out and optimizing our schedule that saying no is sort of the primary and expected reflex. What if, now bear with me, you started saying yes. Yes to networking events or yes to coffee or lunch with a friend yes to taking that call to help out that colleague or yes to connecting two of your colleagues yes to the white space on your calendar (gasps) i know (laughs) 
but hold on, hold the phone. <laughs> You're probably saying, hold on, Kelly. We just arrived at the point where it's socially acceptable and empowering to say no. Now you want us to retreat and go back to overscheduled, overworked, and underappreciated. And in a nutshell, yeah. Shonda Rhimes, she's a television producer, screenwriter, author. She wrote in one of her books about a whole year of yes to everything that came across her desk. For most of us, that may be extreme. I'm thinking, you know, baby steps, right? How about just a day or a week? Maybe all day long you just said yes to your kids. I mean, you've heard funny stories where moms say yes to whatever they want to do that day and they end up in a park dressed in superhero uniform uh, outfits eating you know crackers and cheerios <laughs> but uh i did an experiment of my own and well you know i didn't die and it was actually fun at first it was really awkward i set out a limit of seven days my teenager caught on by day two and I had to set some ground rules around her chores, sleepovers, driving her around everywhere. You moms know what the slippery slope is once they figure this out. They're pretty smart. But when you work from home as a parentpreneur, contractor, freelancer, you know, whatever label you want to put on yourself, we pack eight to 10 hour days into six hours that our kids are at school. And I have this down to a science. <laughs> There's a saying among us, uh, you know, those of us who work from home that if we have to put pants on, or in this case, a dress, pantyhose, and spanks, it is serious business. At first, it was really awkward since I worked from home for like, you know, nine, over 19 years, and I'm pretty used to just talking on the phone meetings, doing online webinars, and it's just so much easier to do this from home. And sometimes I'll be, you know, my hair will be done. I'll have a nice blouse on and some crazy stretchy pants. <laughs> it happens a lot. My kids will come in and be like, oh my God, what are you wearing? But it's just so much easier to do this from my home office, you know, to determined to make this a go. I completely flipped how I did most things, which turned out to be a lot of fun. If there was a chance to have a meeting in person versus phone, I scheduled that face-to-face -face meeting. I registered for all the networking events that required me to actually put pants on and drive in rush hour traffic and attend to people talking face to face. Now, some of you, especially, you know, funnel hackers or um, lead gen people, you know, it's not always face to face meetings or networking events, it's not always the best return on your time, but that wasn't the point of my week of yes. It was to get out of my comfort zone and go talk to people face to face, eyeballs to eyeballs, very strange. So registering it for this required me to add it to my calendar and it was sort of a silent commitment to the organizer that I would be there, right? And I'm all about accountability. If you know me, that's how it is. <laughs> so when a friend reached out to me to pick my, my brain, I didn't immediately cringe. I scheduled the coffee, I went for it, and it was so fun. And you know, you've heard me talk about my fifth grade teacher telling me chatty Kathy, which I hated at the time, but she was right. I mean, I like storytelling, it's true, and I took this opportunity to meet my friend for coffee to be of service so I said yes to this and a bunch of other 
local networking events that were directly and indirectly related to my field. And it was really a lot of fun. Uh, you know, what brought this up today was someone from last year who I went to his networking event completely out of my industry reached out today about his next yearly event. So that's kind of fun. But getting out of the office gave me an extra spark of inspiration and I highly encourage it. I did it scared and I didn't die. That was a phrase I jokingly use for those of us who have even a slight tinge of anxiety. This is totally true, you get me. <laughs> but by saying yes to events outside of our industry, I met some really great people that I probably never would have met in my usual channels. And some of us are collaborating on projects coming up. Making room in my schedule to attend these events made me realize I'm not as busy as I thought. It's really not so much about the contacts as I can make to further my business. It's more about meeting people that I can connect and connect other great people. So a couple takeaways, instead of saying no all the time, think about what you might be saying yes to. Take a chance on yourself and make a bold move. And hey, if you need a wingman or, well, a wingwoman, you know who to call.